Good morning and welcome to Wednesday. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, live on this hump day Wednesday. And man, what a week it has been. You talk about not being able to catch a break. You know, it's one of those things where uh, you feel like you've been punched in the stomach, kicked in the head. I mean, you name it, uh, Mexican uppercuts, we've gotten it all here. Just a calamity of errors. I'm back on a cell phone. Uh, we, we still are having issues. Uh, KXXT, uh, Richard, the engineer, he is working so hard to put this back together again. Uh, this morning, their, their internet was down. They got that back up. Uh, All-American Gold, it's up, no articles. Uh, the company that we use uh, to post all those articles, they did an update. There was a bug in the update. Uh, they tried to fix it last night. They didn't fix it all. Hopefully, hopefully by tomorrow, they've actually fixed it, and you'll have all the articles, all the videos. Uh, but you can go out to All American Gold, you get the gold price, you can shop online, the metals program, everything outside of articles and videos is up at all american gold uh over at 1360 the hits just keep on coming so uh we're 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 having some issues with michael savage and we're trying to work through those with the satellite and the receiver and the internet and you name it and everybody you know everybody's pointing the finger at somebody else and we're trying to resolve all that and then this morning uh jason i don't hear from jason and for those of you that don't know, Jason, he runs the Patriot office up in Colorado. And uh, because of that, he now also runs, he really runs the radio station, uh, especially uh, when it comes to the boards and getting programming on and all that stuff. And every morning, you know, I get a call and we do our morning talk about what we're going to do and what, what the issues are and our punch list and all that other stuff. And I don't hear from him. And it, it's closing in on like 8.30 now. Now I'm nervous. And and I call and no one's answering at the station. And, I and I'm telling Arlene, I go, that's not good. I said, that either means one of two things. There's an absolute disaster going on at the radio station. But, but I'm hearing it online. So I'm like, I don't know what it is. Or there's horrible weather in Colorado. And, of course, you know, you start thinking horrible things. Did he get in an accident? You know, did something happen? And then not not two minutes later, he calls me. And I I, I don't want to laugh at him, but it's pretty funny. He was out uh, in his driveway this morning and did the old, you know, the old slipperoo, the ice underneath the snow. And I guess the way he tells it, he went full cartoon, full cartoon, like, like legs above his head, smashed smashed the back of his head, and uh, it's been a rough morning for all of us here uh, at at thirteen sixty, at ten ten, at Patriot. You know, like I said, we're just getting hit from all sides. But hey, the show must go on. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Of course, allamericangold dot com. I tell you to check out all the articles and the videos, but there's none to check out. So uh, here we are the day after uh, the State of the Union address. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it, but, but I, I've got a couple of, I got I to make a few comments. You know, obviously, 
you know, this is a puff piece for the president. And, and that's what State of the Unions are for. And, of course, you know, we have the usual divide. You know, the only time everybody stood up was when the president was going to spend a whole bunch of money, right? I mean, that was about the only time you could get both the Republicans and the Democrats to stand up and clap was when, the hey, we're going to spend money. You know, oh, oh, everybody loves that, right? Especially if it's on one of their projects. But a couple of things. Enough with the white, right? What is that? If you don't, if you didn't see it, uh, the, I don't know if it was all of the Democrats that are women, they're all wearing white, really weird, right? I mean, that's just creepy. Uh, you know, that's, what are we, a cult here, right? I mean, just creepy. I don't even know what the message, I'm sure there was a message behind it. I just didn't know what it was and no one really said it. Or if they did, I, I didn't listen to it. Uh, I thought that was creepy. Uh, then, of course, the president didn't shake uh, Speaker Pelosi's hand uh, after handing her the speech, and then she tore it up afterwards, right? All, all, just a sign of how bad the uh, the partisan is in this country. Even the, the, the group, you know, they always put the group in there where they've got uh, independents and some Democrats and some Republicans, and they put them all in the same room. Even those people got to do a fight, right? I mean, this is this is just how divided uh, the nation truly, truly is. I think if you're a, a huge Trump lover, you loved it. If you were a Trump hater, you hated it, right? And there's no in between. Uh, there, there really isn't. Uh, and even those of you out there that are uh, suspect of Trump, right? Hey. Is he one of us or is he one of them, right? We're, you know, you're not quite sure, right? There's plenty of there for you too, right? You know, they, they had Guido there from Venezuela. I don't know what he was doing there. Uh, but, but, you know, there, there was stuff, for, uh, I guess, there for everybody. Uh, the, but now that that's over, I guess we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, you know, we know about the Democrats. Uh, no one still knows who won in, in Iowa. I, I, I don't think they're going to do, you know, they'll, they'll tell everybody later. Uh, but right now, so yesterday, we had a, a huge rally in the Dow. The Dow, uh, between Monday and Tuesday, took back everything that happened on Friday. The Dow's up another 280 today. We'll talk about that, what's behind it, and a whole lot more. Don't touch that dial. Paper Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. What a week. I mean. I feel beat up. It's been a tough week. Here, here we are uh, on Wednesday, uh, and we've had most of these problems all week. We're we're working hard. Everybody's working hard on it. We'll get our arms around it uh, just as fast as we can. But bear with us on the cell phone again, man. Boeing can't catch a break. I'm just just reading the headline here. Another Boeing uh, a 737 crash lands at an airport in Istanbul, uh, and I just bring that up because. Uh, Boeing, obviously a big, big driver of GDP in the United States, uh, and, and they really don't need any more bad news. I, I don't have any details, right? It may not be have anything to do with the plane at all, but but uh, there, a Boeing 737 has crash-landed. Uh, I don't have any other details other than that. Uh, I'm hoping the word landed means uh, that, that there's going to be people that survived. Hopefully everybody survived. Uh, but but 
the the Dow this morning uh, started to rally on news that there could be a vaccine for the coronavirus. And I was like, wow, that that doesn't seem right. You know, you know, even if if it was, you know, you got the whole testing part right first. You, you got to make the vaccine uh, tested on the animals, tested on the people. Usually you're talking a year at best a year, usually probably longer than that. Uh, and then we've got a bunch of different organizations uh, refuting, you know, the, the World Health Organization said that's bogus, no way. Uh, but some scientists in England said, hey, wait a minute, possibly. I don't know. But, but uh, that was the news that got it started uh, this morning. Gold's been up all morning right now. Gold's up 7, uh, 15.57, you know, really went right to held support there at 15.50, just uh, a normal bounce here after the profit taking that we saw yesterday. Uh, great, great, great entry point into this market, and I'm going to tell you why in just a little bit, but just so you know, uh, U.S. 20s, uh, 16, 25, 10 or more, 16, 15. I'm going to leave that there at least for the time being. Uh, gold's at 15, 57. So if you want to get in, 800-951-0592. So now we had a bunch of information come out today. Uh, first, it's the first week of the month. So it's jobs week. So Wednesday, we have what they call ADP. Uh, this is a private sector survey. Uh, then tomorrow, jobless claims, and then Friday is the big number, right? The government will say how many jobs in January. But ADP came out with a monster number, 290-some thousand jobs, like the biggest number in years and years. And, and then the, the guy, Mark Zandy, Moody's Analytics is the company that does it. He's on the TV this morning. Uh, trying to explain it. And even the people on TV were like, come on. It, here's what he said. Weather was the reason that it was uh, nicer weather. Uh, the jobs, it would have only been 150, but it was, the weather was nice. So uh, I actually looked through the data. All of it looked pretty normal, right? As far as, uh, you know, manufacturing and retail and, and, and professional services, healthcare, uh, education. I don't, you know, I don't know the whole thing. Education's a weird thing. Uh, but yeah, like 27, 28,000 educational jobs. Okay. You know, that those numbers, uh, education does that from time to time. Uh, but the big growth was what we'll call the waiter waitress leisure hospitality. A uh, hundred thousand jobs. Uh, and I don't know, but but that's what it was. Uh, no one expects the government to report the, a number like that. Most are expecting, you know, somewhere like like usual. We're probably going to see somewhere between 150 and 200. All these estimates between 150 and probably 200 thousand coming out of the government today. Wall Street really didn't react to that. Neither did gold, uh, but it came out. I wanted to report on it, uh, but but more important news. Mostly, and not mostly, totally ignored by Wall Street. We had a lot of earnings come out. Uh, Ford lost money. General Motors 
Justin said they made five cents a share. Trust me, General Motors lost boatloads of money. Uh, revenues um, uh, missed heavy to the downside. Macy's, oh, they're about done. They're shutting 125 stores uh, as the retail carnage continues. Uh, Facebook and Google weren't good. Amazon was outstanding. Uh, who else? Microsoft was, was was pretty good, but but AMD was. We've had this the, a very mixed bag on uh, on the earning side of things. Of course, Tesla, right? Obviously, the huge move there. The Nasdaq actually went into negative territory uh, as Tesla's stock was was pulling back, but very similar to what we saw the last time. We saw super high P.E. ratios and really high valuations. And, and you see uh, these really weird rallies uh, that you're really not sure why they're rallying, but they rally anyway, kind of like the, you know, the blow off top type things. I'm not saying that's what it is yet, but, but very similar. Because let me tell you the big news that came out today that I thought would really drive uh, Wall Street. It came out of Foxconn. So Foxconn, uh, the cell phone maker, obviously known uh, as the maker of the Apple, uh, the Apple iPhones, uh, but they do make others. Uh, they actually came out this morning uh, and they said, hey, don't know anything about this quote unquote cure, <laughs> uh, this vaccine, if you will. Uh, the Foxconn said that they are not going to be reopening next week. So uh, as you know, or if you didn't know, most of the manufacturing in China is closed. And they closed for the Chinese New Year. Then they added another week, which was this week, uh, for the coronavirus. Uh, now Foxconn is saying that it's going to be at least several more weeks to resume production, uh, according to Reuters. So this is Reuters is reporting this. Um, the Chinese government is not confirmed or denied, but Foxconn has halted almost all of its production lines until February 10th. And now they're saying, uh, at least Reuters is reporting that Foxconn is saying that it could be several more weeks before the company resumes production at its uh, factory, saying late February or early March. So now, now we're talking what, a few weeks, now a month, uh, six weeks. Uh, they're saying that the factories are closed down for that long of a period. Uh, you may not be able to get your iPhone. I mean, could you imagine? What if one of the Kardashians broke their phone? What would we do? I mean, they won't be able to take selfies. I mean, what would actually happen? People would lose their mind. Could you imagine all the influencers out there not being able to take a selfie? Uh, I don't know. I thought that would really uh, drive the market today. It's been ignored. Uh, again, this is Reuters is the one. I mean, you know, you, you think it's Reuters, right? You think it gives some credence. The other piece of news, and this one was, a little more concerning, and I don't want to blow it out of proportion, 
uh, with the, the coronavirus? Is it a big thing? Is it not? You know, none of us know, right? We, we know what we're getting spoon-fed from the media, right? All as I know is when I look at it, I just look at it solely economically. I'll give you a great example. Wendy, yesterday, she had ordered something on Amazon, okay? And I, and I, I forget what it was. Maybe it, it may have been something for a dog or, or it was, it was, it was a $20 item. I just, I remember that part. It was a $20 item. And then I don't know how she found out, but after she ordered it, she realized the product was coming from China. So she immediately calls up, you know, I, I don't know, Amazon support, cancel that order. There's no way I'm not touching it. Right. And I think a lot of people would view it the same way. They'd be like, wait, wait, where's it coming from? Yeah, no thanks. Right. I don't want that. And that's kind of how I look at things. And when you're sitting there and you're, you're talking about Foxconn potentially saying, hey, listen, we're not opening all of February now. And, it, and in the March, you would think that would be really interesting to say, wait a minute, that doesn't make sense to what we're hearing on the news. Right? When you hear about, uh, remember I told you about all the car companies now. Uh, South Korea's had to shut down plants because the, the parts come from China and they're not producing them. And you're thinking, okay, I know the death toll has jumped. But it's 500. China's got 1.3, 1.4 billion people. I mean, 500 people is like a drop in the bucket. Right? They built a hospital. I tell you what, you don't think these guys are good? They built a hospital in six days. We can't even get a permit in six days, more or less build one. If you build a hospital here in the U.S., it takes like a whole year. Probably takes longer than that. I just don't know how long the paperwork takes. They built it in six days. But it doesn't fit, right? The narrative doesn't fit. Then this morning, you hear about this cruise ship. Did you hear about it? It was, I think it was out of, I don't know if it was going to Japan or, or, but it was one of those cruises, right? You know, you, you get on the ship for a week and you hit all the sites. The whole ship is quarantined. Ten confirmed cases on the cruise ship alone. Now that's a different story, right? Now, now you're like, wait a minute. And then this this was out of zero head. They're saying that there was it, it, this is coming out of China, and they're talking about. How many people are going to be infected? A researcher said uh, it's going to affect 250,000 people by yesterday, right? This was, this was a researcher. In other words, he saw the virus and, and, and looked at all of the elements. How long is it dormant before it's active? And, and if one person has it, how many other people get affected and, and all that stuff? And, and the computer model spits out that, hey, they're going to have 250,000 people affected. Now, China's number is 25,000. 
You know, it's funny. It's like I, I said early on, take all the Chinese data, add a zero to it, right? I'm like, 25,000 people got this virus, 500 dead. Now, granted, that, that number may rise, but, you know, not like, again, you know, do the whole size and scope of things. But if I said to you today, hey, it's 250,000 people affected, right? 5,000 plus are dead and rising. Would it be, uh, would it be something that is more in line with why is Foxconn telling Reuters, hey, we're not going to open, right? Why, why are all these other factories, right? We haven't heard a word about it. I mean, it's supposed, they're supposed to open in, in like four days, five days. And, and of course, the Wall Street Journal reported, just like I had said it on the air, that China was manipulating the data. We hear about, you know, the body bags and all of these other things. Well, something very interesting had happened uh, last night. The Taiwan Times. They put out, I don't know what to call it, a tweet, a number, a chart. It was only up for a minute, and then it went away. And possibly showing the real data, which was really nerve-wracking. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report. A daily commentary continuing the conservative pro-family legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. Democrat presidential candidates are flocking to cheap tricks to try to win the nomination. Of course, since they are Democrats, that means promising free stuff funded by we the taxpayers. This free stuff, free for all, is leading some Dems to promise Medicare for all. What's even more shocking is that nearly every Democratic candidate has endorsed the inclusion of illegal aliens in government-run health care programs. Enthusiastic endorsements for Medicare for All don't change the mathematical facts. It would be a fiscal disaster, whether it includes illegal aliens or not. Elizabeth Warren was the first candidate to make this a major part of her platform, but it turned into a train wreck when the other contenders started poking holes in her proposal even though theirs wasn't much better. Warren rose to the status of the presumptive nominee back in early October when she surged to a tie with Joe Biden nationwide. She even surpassed Biden in the early state of Iowa. Then came the presidential debate on October 15th, where Biden and Pete Buttigieg criticized her on the stage for the lack of details in her Medicare for All proposal. She instantly lost all credibility with millions and millions of Americans by stubbornly refusing to admit there would be any tax increases on middle-class Americans to pay for her massive proposal. She banked on the idea that the American people would be dumb enough to fall for it, but we called her bluff. Right after that debate, Warren's national support dropped in half, down to only 14% among Democratic voters. Her support in Iowa plummeted by 6% to only 16%. Warren's unexpected decline can be traced directly back to her full-throated endorsement of Medicare for All. She released details of her plan after being so heavily criticized, but the damage was already done. This should be a lesson to any Democrats wanting to use promises of free stuff to prop up their failing campaigns. The American people, we've spoken. We don't want to be bought off by the swamp any longer. We all know this so-called free stuff was paid for by we, the hardworking American taxpayers, not the bureaucrats in Washington, D.C. 
You can keep your Medicare for all. We'll keep our freedom. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. What can we expect when the failed socialized healthcare experiment is repealed and replaced? Lower premiums and deductibles, competition, health savings accounts, more choice, and more coverage for all taxpayers. Tell us what you want at phyllisschlafly.com. That's phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening, and join us again for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Welcome back, Patriot Radio News Hour. So let me tell you what I'm looking at here. So it's from, I'm going to say, and I'm sure this is not how they pronounce it, but Tencent. It's spelled T-E-N-C-E-N-T. Okay, they're a news organization out of Taiwan. They posted what they call, they have, you know, just very American in my opinion. They, 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 and I don't mean to laugh because it's a serious situation, but they have a tracker, you know, the uh, epidemic situation tracker. And that's what it's called. And it's all in Chinese. So I've, I've got a, I, I'm taking what uh, the, it got translated at, but the, the numbers are, are clear. 154,023, right? Then another number says 79,808. Then another number says 269. And then a a fourth number says 24,589. According to the the translation, the 154,000, oh, by the way, this was Saturday evening. They said it got posted, and then within minutes, if even minutes, it was taken down and replaced. Okay? So people are like, whoops, they made a mistake. They they actually printed the right, they posted the right one instead of the fake one, right? That's, that's kind of how the story goes. Now you tell me what fits more. Okay? Hey, we, we've shut down all the manufacturing, right? Apple shut all of its stores. McDonald's, Starbucks, right? Yum Brand. Everybody shutting everything. Over uh, 24,000 people with the virus and 500 dead people. Right? Does, does that sound logical? Or it's more like 250,000 infected and uh, 25,000 dead, right? Which one fits better? Now, of course, this, now this was Saturday. So 154 was Saturday. So I'm saying 250 today uh, because this is how the virus grows. So the 25,000, who knows what it is? Now, I don't know if this is right, wrong, or indifferent, right? This is speculation. But doesn't this one seem to fit better? Now, according to the translation, I told you the 154, that was how many people are infected. This was as of Saturday night. 
The 269. This was a, an interesting one. So what was that number? Because at the time, that was like, they were trying to say that was all the people that had died. According to this, that was the number of people who had recovered. In other words, the virus, you came in, you had the virus, uh, you're better, the virus is gone, you can go home. And that's kind of make what kind of makes it a little scary here is how many people are still fighting this virus? But that was uh, the number there. And then, of course, the 24,589 was what they said was dead. And then minutes later, it got changed. It changed from 154,023 affected to 14,446. Number of dead went from 24,589 to 304. And by the way, uh, 351 people were cured. Uh, that was that was what had happened. But somebody caught it and actually uh, took a took a picture of it. I mean, this isn't uh, this isn't one of those fat fingers. And I'm just saying, I don't know. Right? This is this was out of ten cent, as I'm going to call them, uh, with their epi- epidemic tracker, if you will, uh, that is spreading in China. Uh, posted this Saturday night and then moments later took it down and and posted essentially uh, the state-run numbers. And I'm just trying to put the pieces of the puzzle together. And and I wasn't going to do it. I wasn't even going to talk about that today because, you know, I don't want to speculate and make it seem uh, like like, uh, everyone's pretending it's not as bad as it is. I don't want to make it seem like it's worse than it is. I don't know. All as I know is, after Foxconn, or well, I should say, after Reuters reported, reported that Foxconn is saying their factories aren't going to reopen to possibly early March, then I decided, you know what, maybe we, need, maybe we need to talk about it. Now, obviously, Wall Street doesn't want to, right? Well, the Dow's up 290 points right now. Uh, the only one not really playing today, the NASDAQ, but, but that's. Uh, the Nasdaq's still up eight points, but that's all Tesla related. Uh, Tesla with the, the the big blow off over the last two days. You know, Tesla doubled in price in in I think less than forty five days. I know it was up almost fifty percent in just the last two days. Uh, but just something to keep in mind. I don't know when I'm looking at this data. The the tracker that was originally posted Saturday night sure seems to fit a lot better with what China is doing uh, than than the official numbers. I don't know. I guess ever, all of us will have to draw our own conclusions as to whether or not uh, that's the right numbers, the wrong numbers. Uh, again, the funny thing is they were so different. It, it wasn't a fat finger mistake. It was, obviously, uh, it was either somebody, uh, I don't know. I don't know what to call it. I mean, that, that, that's all I can say is I, I, I feel like what China's doing matches that data. And if that's the case, uh, doesn't the rest of the world have to, if that's the case, one of two things, either our media is in on it, right? Which I gotta believe we know. Or, 
it, it, it's truly fake news, one or the other. Um, but uh, the news out of Foxconn today, I, I, I just felt like, okay, that that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, I know that 500 people died, and that's terrible. But you got 1.4 billion people. I mean, what are we really talking about here? Uh, but, you know, if all of a sudden you say, hey, the number of dead is 25, 30, 40, you know, 25,000 allegedly Saturday, uh, then maybe that's a whole different story. Uh, I guess we're going to find out one way or another. Uh, we're going to find out here. Uh, quick look, babe. Get ready to end the break here. Gold's up 8, uh, 1558. Uh, silver's up 5 cents. Uh, $17.61 U.S. $20 Liberty gold pieces. Put them away. One through nine at 16 and a quarter, 10 or more, 16, 15. You know, gold sitting there pretty much at 16, 60. Uh, what a great opportunity uh, getting some gold put away that close to spot at 800 951 Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592. Gold just hit 1660. Silver, uh, 1760, which puts the ratio back almost to 89. Just just 88.6 ounces of silver uh, for an ounce of gold. And and you guys know, right? I'm not a huge silver fan, and and I'll say this regard because it's so heavy and so bulky. Right? When you're talking about, you know, a case of silver eagles as an example, it's 500 silver eagles, 500 ounces. Uh, it's about a shoe box, you know, the green monster box, and weighs 42 pounds. Right, a junk bag, you know the 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 dimes, the quarters, the halves, uh, seven hundred and fifteen ounces weighs fifty six pounds. I mean, it's heavy, and and unfortunately for most of us, say hey, by the time we really can afford uh, a lot of gold and silver, we're old. Right, so lugging it around the pain. Uh, but otherwise, uh, silver is great. Uh, every portfolio should have some. Uh, because we just don't know. Uh, I think uh, the majority, the vast majority of your portfolio, if someone said to me today, hey, Joe, uh, I want to do 100000 I want to do 100000 and I want you to build the portfolio for me. It'd be simple. It'd be a one case of Silver Eagle. And that's it. Right? That, that would be the silver. All the rest of it would be in gold. And predominantly uh, $20 gold pieces. Right, but then at the same time, hey, just to be safe, you may throw a roll of ten ounce in there. You may throw uh, five dollar liberties in there. If I if I was building it, and you said, hey, Joe, you just do it. Whatever you say, I'm doing. I would do that. I would have some fractional gold in there. But the predominantly though, it, it's going to be what I want the the cheapest price, the closest to spot. Right, I want U.S. twenties. I want to stay private. I want to be able to buy it, sell it, trade it, and not have to worry about it. That's what I'm buying, right? And and and, but I get it, right? Silver is very, very tempting. Uh, Peter Schiff actually did uh, a great little report on this. You know, last year in 2019, 
Silver ratio hit the second highest level ever at 93 to 1. Uh, the highest, believe it or not, it was in the early 90s. And, and I don't I don't even know what was happening in the early 90s that it would have done that. Uh, but it got a, uh, just above 100. Uh, just above 100 ounces of silver for an ounce of gold. Uh, for 2019, the year, the ratio averaged 86.1. So right now we're at 88.6. So it's, it's, uh, we're above even the average from last year. What makes that number so astounding? You go back all the way to 1687. Now, I, I don't know if, if, uh, data wasn't available before that or, you know, what makes 1687. That's just where it went. Let's just say that's a long time. That is in the top 2% of all time. And there was only two years where in that era from 1687 to today, where the, uh, well, we'll say since the unpegged dollar era, where the ratios were higher, and that was the early 90s when they hit the record, 91, 92. That's it. So when you think about uh, entry points, yeah, today, if you're buying metals today, I'm probably telling you, you know, let's just say, hey, I'm buying a 20. I got to buy a 20, right? Maybe I'm buying 10, 20, right? Because 16, 15, hey, I got to do it, right? You're talking about $55 over spot. Are you kidding me? Absolutely. I'm buying. I'm buying 20. Maybe you throw a roll of silver in there. Maybe you throw, you know, a half case in there. I don't know. Maybe throw a whole case. But you're, you're thinking about going back hundreds of years. And when you do the math on it, geologist says there's 19 ounces of silver for every ounce of gold. So you kind of say, well, shouldn't the ratio be 19 to 1 uh, for 11.2 ounces of silver to each ounce of gold that's ever been mined, which I thought that I didn't know that number. That's, that's kind of a fascinating number because it kind of almost gives you like, hey, the ratio should be a lot closer here. Uh, in ancient Egypt, so apparently you went really far back. The ratio, by the way, was one to one. In 1792, the gold-silver price ratio was fixed by law in the United States at 15 to 1. Right? So you think about, you know, for a long time, uh, the price of gold and silver was fixed. And, and you know why? Because we didn't have a central bank. We didn't have inflation. Right? I mean, everything, that's what would cost you a, a dollar today. Ten years later, still cost you a dollar. Right? And believe me. There was plenty of improvements happening. I love how today, oh, well, you know, it's just better now. And acting like things weren't better, right? In, in 1792, we did a lot of things better than we did in 1700 and in 1600, right? There was plenty of improvements along the way, right? But it didn't cost anymore. If you're building a road, a mile of road costs the same. Regardless of if the road was better or not. See what I'm saying? France mandated the ratio uh, in 1803. And, and it kind of stayed that way 
uh, all the way up until the Coinage Act of 1873. And it goes on and on and on. The modern day shift as the modern day uh, ratio, 40 to 1. I always tell everyone 65 is buying them. And, and so we're sitting here at 88. Just some interesting facts about silver. We don't talk about silver too much. Uh, but maybe time to get back into that market as well. Plus the fact, right, silver's back right at support again. Uh, buying here at a lower price always makes sense. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. Final segment, Patriot Radio News Hour. Uh, hopefully tomorrow will. Tomorrow's going to be a better day. I, I, I'm confident we're, we're going to get all of these issues resolved. Uh, but finishing up here on this Wednesday, Adidas uh, saying that it has closed a significant number of their stores in China, saying the stores that haven't closed, huge drops in traffic. Michael Kors, uh, owner of Capri Holdings, same thing, closed 150 of its 200 stores, uh, traffic in the stores that haven't been closed, almost non-existent. And we're seeing this. Uh, all over the country there. I don't know. Speculation out of Tencent that maybe uh, they accidentally released uh, the real numbers in China. Uh, it, it really did fit. It does fit with uh, the, the reason of why they're closing all of these locations, but we'll have to wait and see. As it sits right now, hey, the Dow's ignoring it. Up, up 300 points. Uh, right now, uh, the S and P's up 26. The Nasdaq is up 16. The Nasdaq, uh, not playing as much because of Tesla. Of course, Nasdaq had record high, hit a record high yesterday. Uh, today, right now, Tesla has been down as much as 14%. Of course, they were, they were up over what, over almost 50% in just the last couple of trading days. Uh, the, the gold sell off. Uh, the profit taking from yesterday has subsided. Uh, gold's fifteen hundred and fifty-eight dollars right now. Silver at seventeen dollars and sixty cents. U.S. twenties. I had them on sale yesterday. I've left them there. I'm ignoring the price increase. Uh, the price increase in the in gold this morning. Twenty-dollar gold pieces. Sixteen twenty-five. What a that's all by itself. Fantastic. Buy 10 or more, $1,615 at 800 951 and put an order away today. Here you go. This just breaking. I'll probably talk about this tomorrow. Uh, now you got people coming on the idiot box talking about uh, yesterday, we talked about all the liquidity that came into the market from China and our central bank. Uh, now people are saying the feds are they're going to cut rates and they're going to use uh, the co- coronavirus to do it. Uh, I probably That's probably a lot of what's behind this rally here in, in Wall Street today. Uh, look for more rate cuts. I'll be surprised. I don't know. I'm not there yet. It's an election year. And they normally don't cut rates or raise rates in an election year. So that that will be interesting. So I have to get really tight. I mean, we'd have to see uh, a GDP, first quarter GDP number uh, one, one or less, one or less uh, 
uh, at least that's my opinion, uh, before we actually really get talking about a rate cut. Uh, but, you know, according to the jobs data today, that's not going to happen. Uh, but we'll have to wait and see. 800-951-0592. In case any of you Amazon stockholders are out there, uh, Jeff Bezos is selling. Uh, yep, sold $1.8 billion worth. I'm just jealous. $1.8 billion. Uh, that's nothing, Dave. He probably, the stock he owned, he probably made way more than $1.8 billion in the price increase. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll try again tomorrow. Hopefully it'll be a better day. Everybody take care. God bless and put some gold away. <laughs>